Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Um, we have a really great show today. We're going to be talking about one of my absolute favorite new little toys called Pinterest. You may have heard of it. We're going to talk about what it's all about. Should you be interested? Should your business be interested? And really how to get started using it. Then the second segment, we're going to be talking about the homegrown sites that are around the world outside the continental United States that are actually outshining our own big three, such as Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube, and just um, really going through those and letting you know what they are. And the final segment, we're going to be talking about, well, it's the cooking segment, of course. We're going to be talking about how to make your own homemade stromboli, which is one of my absolute favorite things to make. So we'll be doing that in the third segment. But first, I need to take a quick break, and I'll be back on the other side on The Social Media Chef. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. everybody and welcome back to the social media chef it's me chris tompkins uh the social media chef of course <laughs> um we come to you every single week for our 30 minute show on wednesdays at 1 p.m eastern standard time uh if you cannot make a live show do not fret my pet we have these all live on demand on both itunes as well as our Blog Talk Radio site. You can access this information and so much more on our website, which is servedfreshmedia.com. On that site, you'll have all of the recipes that we go through, uh, the online marketing tips that we have. I have ebooks, we have video, we have so much information there. My tip to you is to sign up um, right there on the right hand side of the homepage of servedfreshmedia.com, and you'll be able to really get all of the iTunes updates as well as subscribe to our RSS feed where you can get the new articles that we have coming directly to your inbox. Now, obviously, we can talk about the social media presences, but I'll do that later because I really want to get into Pinterest. Okay, so have you guys heard about this, Pinterest? Uh, it's the new thing, uh, obviously. If you follow any of the social media or online marketing trends, Pinterest has really come onto the scene um, like Storm and Norman here. It I would say, I think I saw a couple um, statistics 
when I was uh, first learning about the site that said that it's grown three times as fast in its first month than Google Plus did. Obviously, if you're familiar with the stats on growth, Google Plus grew astronomically faster than any of the new social media sites, such as Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. In, in its first month, Google Plus really, really blew them out of the water. Well, Pinterest has blown Google Plus out of the water, which, <laughs> which to many is thinking, okay, great. Well, then what, what's going to blow Pinterest out of the water? Well, I'm sure there'll be something very soon. But let's talk about, um, let's just really talk about Pinterest and, and get to the bottom of it. You know, just when you thought that you were beginning to fully understand the social media landscape, another site pops up, and it's back to the drawing board. Or so it seems. You know, while the emergence of new social sites on the horizon can seem overwhelming, at the same time, I really think it's exciting. Well, you know, this is what I do for a living, right? So obviously, I have to have some passion for it. Well, I know it doesn't seem like a day goes by that you don't get invited to this new social network that you've never even heard of, especially if you're a professional networker. Um, and you're doing it to really build your contacts and your connections and your and your reach, um, you probably get them every single day. I mean, for me personally, I get probably about 10 to 15 a day. And of those 10 to 15, I probably never heard of five of the networks. So obviously, I have to do my due diligence every single day. So when um, everyone started talking about Pinterest, a few of my colleagues, uh, my professional colleagues in the same space, my other social media um, experts, uh, started talking about it, and I, you know, I got into the conversation. We were and we were discussing it, and I, I thought it was really cool because it's one of the first ones. Um, I don't want to say it's the first sites to really use photos, but it uses photos in such a different way because we have Flickr and we have lots of other picture sharing sites. This one has something a little bit different. And what Pinterest is? Let's let's go through this. What Pinterest is is it's a virtual pin board. Uh, or corkboard, if you will. So, you know, when you have, well, if anyone has the secret, you know you have your dream board and you put all that good stuff up there. I'm not a secret person, so I have my own corkboard where I put ideas and things that I want to do and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So Pinterest is like that. But what it does is it has another level of it where you can actually create different boards. So imagine that you have in your office, you have four different cork boards, and one's going to be all of your business, uh, your business goals or things that you like for business, and say you want to redecorate your house. Then you have all the ideas from magazines that you've ripped out of um, things like maybe wall colors or sofas, and then maybe you're a gardener, and you have pictures of flowers or water features that you enjoy on another one, and maybe the fourth one is ways to market your business. And these are, these are some things I want to try. Maybe I want to try Google Ads or whatever. So you have all the things that you've ripped out or received in the mail on that one. Basically, Pinterest is that online. So if I'm going through online and I see <clears throat> I'm on House Beautiful Magazine and I see, um, one of, I see a shrub arrangement that I think is amazing, well, I'm going to pin that to my home improvement or my gardening pin board on, um, on Pinterest. Okay, so... I'm giving you a really, just that's the essential thing about it. What Pinterest says is Pinterest lets you organize and share all beautiful things you find on the web. So people use pin boards to plan their weddings, decorate their homes, and organize their favorite recipes, which I love to do. Best of all, you can, you can browse pin boards created by other people. Browsing pin boards is a fun way to discover new things and get inspiration from people who share your interests. Okay, that's pretty much what, that's pretty much in a nutshell what I said. But why would you be interested in this for your business? Number one, 
Growth is always something that's very well. It's very interesting to me. When I see a lot of people adapting to something and jumping on, it's really important to get in there. So what I want to say for you is, is I want to give you some really, really quick, like maybe six quick tips um, on how you can use Pinterest for your business. Um, if you're not using it already, or if you are, I'd love to hear what you have to say. So please tweet me at the social chef with any ideas that you have, or email us at info at servefreshmedia.com. Number one, what I would say is get in there quick and stake your claim. If you are doing it for your business, get your business in there, get yourself recognized, registered, and bada bing, bada boom. Because if you don't, someone else will come in and take that name. Hence, um, if you've ever had a problem getting a, a Facebook username for your own page, it's because someone's been in there already. Just get in there and, and claim your turf. That doesn't mean that you have to get in there and start using it instantly. Just get in there, register, and then we can decide on what we want to do after we take a look at it. But stake your claim first. Number two, grab all that brand collateral that you have. If you have images, if you have stock images that you use, if you have anything like that, these are all things that can be transposed into um, – Pinterest very easily. So, for example, if you want to do a whole company page and you want to do all of your boards around different services or products that you have, then you want to be able to have those ready, create pin boards within those categories, and there you go. Another one that I have for you is when you do put those pictures in there, put a hyperlink to that sales page on your website where you're actually selling that product or service. That's a really, really classic way to get people to um, click on your picture, then they see the link, they click on the link, and they're, they're into your website. Um, I, I mean, I saw a report by Chris Brogan that said that he was getting more hits from Pinterest to his website than he was from the other social media sites at the moment. So get in there and strike while the iron's hot. Also, when you're, when you're choosing pictures, make sure that they are interesting. Um, if you're selling lamps, don't just have a picture of a lamp with a black background. No one really wants to look at that. So, uh, you know, make sure that they are absolutely beautiful pictures. All right, I'm getting uh, the high sign from my producer that I'm going way over on this. So what I'm going to do is I just want to wrap this up after the break so we don't have to um, skip any tips. We'll be right back on the break on the Social Media Show. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The Riverfund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. We're back. Thanks so much for joining us again. Um, again, if you want to get any of the latest information from me, the social media chef, 
please visit us online at servefreshmedia.com. Um, also, we have lots of different Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter presences that we would love you to connect with as well. You can find all of those courtesy of our website. If you go onto our website in the top right-hand side, you will see all of our different social media connections as well as our RSS feed. You can also sign up for our iTunes um, podcast there, which is wonderful. If you are an iTunes user, you simply, if once you subscribe, you open up iTunes, and every week when we have our new show up and ready to go, you will get it directly to your iTunes without having to lift a finger, which is what I love to do. Also, a little tip, if you like the idea of that, there's lots of other podcasts out there that you might enjoy. There's cooking ones, there's business ones, there's sport ones, there's... Um, gossip ones for those who like to read the gossip magazines. So, you know, don't limit yourself. It's a great way to improve a drive to work where the local radio station is terrible or even uh, make a workout or a run or a bike ride just a little bit more intriguing um, for your brain. Now, let's finish up this Pinterest because I, I went over because I can't shut up about it. Um, we were talking about the pictures saying, you know, get in there, stake your claim, get your company there, grab your brand collateral, put it into categories, find out what your services are, Get your services. For example, if you sell um, beauty products, maybe you have um, you, you have shampoo, uh, hairspray, stuff for your hair, stuff for your face, stuff for your body lotion. You know, you can break them in down into your categories. Obviously, you can see I'm not a, a beauty expert, but <laughs> you can break them down into different categories. Um, also, you want to hyperlink your pictures um, so that um, whenever you put a picture on or you pin a board to a pin, sorry, you place the pin on your pin board, what you're going to do is they're going to ask you to describe it where it needs to go. So in that description, you want to put your hyperlink there. I don't think I was very clear about that before. Another thing that you can do is you can share via Facebook or Twitter. I'm all for this. Just be careful that you're not pinning 5,000 things and sharing them on Facebook and Twitter, and people are going to be like, okay, that's enough tweets from you today, okay? I'm going to unfollow you. Or on Facebook, they're going to go, boop and they are going to unsubscribe because you are clogging up their news feed. So share good stuff. Share it once in a while. Just don't slam people over the head with information. That's why I'm always really, really, I really pull back sometimes from um, saying, hey, connect all of your social media sites together so all of your updates go here and there. What happens is sometimes you can't control it, and I, it, they get out of control. So use it with caution. Don't automatically do anything. Choose to do it. Um, which which Pinterest does give you the option of doing, choosing to do it or just doing it automatically. Choose choose when you want to use it. Another thing is um, there's something that Pinterest has, and it's called the Pin It button. You can go onto Pinterest and find this, and what it does is in your little um, browser bar, uh, you will have a little button that says Pin It. Just like if you have a favorite website that you save or um, this, that, or the other, you always save them onto your bar, so your bookmarks bar. And what you would do is you push pin it when you when you put it in there. Uh, and what it will do is it will pull up all of the images on whatever page on the internet that you're on. So, for example, if I'm going on to um, social media today, uh, which has lots of social media news, and I see a wonderful infographic about how Pinterest is affecting businesses. And I'm like, ah, perfect, I'm talking about this right now. Let me share it on one of my boards and share it with the people that are following me. So what I would do is I would click the pin it button, and then all the images on the page, on that web page, will pull up. I will click on that infographic, 
and then it will pull up another window saying, what category do you want to put this in, and what do you have to say about it? And then I have the, uh, the I can just pin it to the board, or I can share it on Twitter or Facebook, whatever I want, and then boom, it's done. This saves you a lot of time from dragging and dropping it into your desktop and putting it here and doing this, that, and the other. This is just a really, really simple way of doing it by having that button. And then you want to engage. Um, and by engaging, I mean, you. it has the same sort of idea as Twitter. There's people that are following you, and you, um, so you have your followers, and then you are following other people, so those are the people that you're following. So it's very similar to Twitter. And it has to be, once they're following you, they get your updates, and when you follow them back, you get theirs. So you can search on uh, Pinterest via category. So for example, um, let's say my business, obviously, is online marketing. That's what GoMedia is. So if I want to go and find um, interesting things for my audience, I'm going to go into the business category, the marketing category, or you know, really drive down, dive down deep into the categories and look at all of the pins that are associated with that topic. Then I'll repin them. I can comment on them. I can like them. Now this is where it's very much like Facebook. You can actually go and share it. But if you want to repin it, so you want to share it with your network, that's like a retweet. So a lot of these, as you can see through social media, the more and more we go through it, the more and more the technology is becoming similar across the platforms. So this has elements of Facebook and Twitter, um, but it's entirely, and, and elements of Flickr as well. I don't want to forget that, that great, great site as well. Um, so how do you get people to really interact with you? You can find your friends on Facebook and you can invite them that are using, uh, using Pinterest. You can also send out invites to people that you know. I say put your, uh, put your account handle on your different social media sites and say join me on Pinterest. Are you on, anybody on Pinterest? What do you think? Click with me, let's connect. And then make sure that you follow back people that you think are interesting. Um, that way you can begin the conversation, you can really get in there, you can really start interacting. And I have to tell you of all the sites, it's the most straightforward. I've never really experienced a site that was so simple. And I mean, let's let I'm saying it's simple, and I, this is what I do every single day. So um, it might be a little bit more challenging for some, but um, I really do think that once you get in there, you can look around and see its worth. It's also really great if you don't want to use it for business marketing purposes, and you just want to use it for fun, or you just want to use it to organize your thoughts or your ideas. Um, you know, I've seen people use it a, a gajillion different ways. I just want you to know that this is a really, really fast-moving site. Will it will it plateau in its growth? Quite possibly. But while it's hot, while people are going in there, while people are extremely active, get in there, take a look at it, see if it's going to work for you, and then let me know what you find. Please feel free to email me at info at servefreshmedia.com or tweet me at the social chef. I'd like to see how you're using it. Also. I'm on Pinterest at Crisco Media, Crisco Media, C-H-R-I-S-G-O-M-E-D-I-A, and I would love to connect with you. Now, that's enough Pinterest. After the break, we're going to be talking about Stromboli. you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. 
www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads, more free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. back. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you really enjoyed um, the first two segments on Pinterest. I'm really sorry we didn't get to cover today the um, the international websites that are outshining our own uh, U.S. domestic uh, social media sites. We'll try to do that on the next show uh, because it's a really, really it's a really interesting segment um, and one that I got really excited about, so I really do want to share that with you, but we'll do that on um, our next episode or in a future episode. Now, what we wanted to do in our cooking segment, which is my absolute favorite one, of course, of course, of course, who doesn't like to hear about food? I'm going to talk about one of my favorite Italian foods. Okay, now, for an, for any Italian, uh, one of our favorite things is carbohydrates, of course, with our pasta, with our bread, with, you know, this, that, and the other. We always tend to have some sort of carbohydrate as part of our meal. So growing up, one of the things that I always really loved was um, I always hated pizza, which is really interesting, I guess, for maybe one or two of you out there. But I never was a real big pizza fan um, until I started having it prepared in different ways. Now, I don't mean with different ingredients, but different methods on how to serve the pizza. Now, for example, now I'm sure there's some people out there that are going to say, eh, it's a little bit different. But for me, I think it's very, very similar. Now, obviously, you have your pizza, which is, can be round or square, whatever, and then you have two other variations. Now, the first variation is the one I don't like, which is a calzone, which is essentially a pizza that has been folded, a round pizza that's been folded in half to make that half moon shape or that, you know, half a circle shape. And basically, you get that. You pinch it all around the edge, almost like a, like a hot pocket, and put it into the oven. My problem with the calzone is that when, or calzone, or whatever you want to say, um, when you cut into it, it's a mess on your plate. And if you want to share it, it's a mess. So it's either personal sizes, or you, but you generally get these, these calzone portions that are like, how am I going to eat this? This is ridiculous. Um, but then there's something that I like better, and it's the stromboli. Now, the stromboli is, is a little different in the effect that you're rolling it. So think about, you know, if you like nut roll or pumpkin roll or any really roll, like, or even like sandwich rolls. Um, this is the same sort of uh, principle. What you would do is you get, you, you get all your ingredients together and you put them onto the dough and then you roll it long ways. So it's going to create a tube. Now, the tube is going to be a little fat, of course, but when you bake it, you cut it into slices. Now, the, the dough has gone throughout the whole stromboli, so you're not just, when you cut it, it all stays together. Now, that is my 
favorite part about it um, because one of the, I don't like eating food where I cut into it and everything flies everywhere because I, I'm I'm not a big pocket food fan. Um, but the stromboli is great. Now, I have this, just so you know, you can go on to um, surfreshmedia.com and we have all of the pictures painstakingly taken for you guys um, on the on me actually making the stromboli, including the ingredients and the methods, this, that, and the other. Um, so obviously I don't want to just read the recipe to you because you can get this online. But what I want to do is I want to give you a few tips on um, you know, how to really make a great one. Now, the first thing I wanted to tell you is that um, you really having really fresh, delicious ingredients is a real must. You know, people will do, um, if you're going to do like the um, tomato sauce, you can just go and buy the tomato sauce. Or if you like it with um, you know, uh, like a butter and olive oil or garlic or something like that, you can go and buy those compounds already made. I really think that if you buy your own fresh ingredients and put them together, you may spend a few more dollars, of course, but you will get a, a, such a better product in the end. So anything that you buy, so anything that's on the list of shopping, um, the ingredients, sorry, the, your shopping list, uh, I would really suggest that you go and buy the best. Don't go and just, you know, get knockoffs or stuff that's going to go, um, go bad or, or is going bad. Always get the fresh ingredients. Now, when you're talking about making this, there is going to be a, a process to it because you have to make your own dough. Now, of course, you can go to the store and buy pre-made dough. Most grocery stores do have pre-made dough that you can buy in a ball and you can buy it in the, um, usually it's in the, uh, you know, the refrigerated section. You can find that by the bakery even or ask the people at the bakery and your local um, supermarket where you can find it. Um, I like to make it. If you're going to make your dough, just know that you're adding probably another hour or an hour and a half onto your whole prep time. So just kind of have that in mind while you're making it. Once your dough is done, and also like my the how I my way of making the dough and my method is all on the website surfreshmedia.com, so you can check that out on um, shop by shop photos. And don't make fun of my big hands, please. <laughs> and um, you know. When I try to, when I'm getting ready to make it, one of the things you can see in the pictures on the site, I like to have everything prepared and set out. Not because I'm doing a cooking show, but because I like to have everything in the little containers. <laughs> what I do, um, obviously in the pictures, there's some nice um, serving plates, but I have lots of little plastic bowls that I use for anything. So I can just pop everything together when it's needed. I think that's a really smart way of cooking because what you can do, or baking, um, anytime that you are pulling something together, it's nice to be able to have everything prepared so you can just dump the mix and move on really quickly. Otherwise, it it, it can be, I'm, to be honest, you can forget ingredients. Now, another thing that I wanted to let you know, um, when you're dealing with the stromboli, the one thing that's probably the toughest is after you put everything on top of it, is actually rolling it. My tip to you, and you can see in one of the pictures on the site, is that you fold in, you, you're going to have a almost like a square or rectangle, and then you want to fold the ends over and then take the, the long side closest to you and begin rolling it. And roll it with your pinkies pushing in um, the center while you're rolling, and that way you'll have a nice even consistency. And make sure, and if you have to, when you're finished and both of the ends meet each other, pinch it as tough as you can because this, is going, this dough is going to be fairly elastic at this point. So 
really, really get in there and pinch it and close it. I have to say that's the most important point for me because when you bake a stromboli, it will start leaking out and you don't want it to leak. You want all of that um, steam and heat to cook everything else inside of it. Obviously, you're going to poke some vent ventilation holes on top so the steam will get out so it won't explode or anything on you, but um, I think it's really important to have it closed as good as possible. Again, you can find the full recipe and techniques at servefreshmedia.com under Holy Stromboli. And, I mean, this has made me so hungry, I'm starving for one right now. Join me after the break. We'll talk a little bit about next week's episode of The Social Media Chef. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's gomediaonline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Social Media Chef. We learned about Pinterest. We learned about Stromboli, uh, two totally unrelated things. But look on my Pinterest for my Stromboli. How about that? <laughs> um, and next week's episode, we're going to try to get to that um, the foreign sites that were bigger than Facebook and talk a little bit more about maybe Pinterest, online marketing, cooking. We're going to cover it all on The Social Media Chef. Tweet me at The Social Chef and visit us online at SurfreshMedia.com. Until next time, have a wonderful week.